Hello, dear friends. It's me, Kanishier, on another segment of Opting Out. Today, uh, we are going to talk about nourishing relationships. Take a moment to think about that. That has a couple of different ways you can see it, and we're going to discuss both. One is nourishing, meaning to uh, give health to, to cultivate, to to feed, essentially, to nourish your relationship, to feed your relationships. The other one is nourishing relationships, meaning ones that kind of bring nourishment to you, those relation, those relationships that bring nourishment. I believe, and just in my experience, it is so important to take a step back and to think about that. And this talk is also kind of kind of be wrapped around and just also creating relationships. I, over the course of many coaching conversations, as well as um, personal conversations, I find that there's so many people with different strengths and um, things that aren't necessarily in their zone of strength. And for some, it's just the initial meeting new people and creating uh, meaningful relationships. And um, I guess I just kind of take for granted some of the things that I have learned and um, would love to just share those things um, as we talk about nourishing relationships. Um, to set the foundation for this talk, it's really good to take a moment and think about the people that you currently are in relationship with, a consistent uh, relationship with in your life right now. It could be a spouse, your family members, your children, just people that you see and interact with on a regular basis. And it's good to just take a look at how you interact with them. What is it that you do? Uh, would you say that it's positive, negative? Would you want to improve? Do you um, want to add things, take away things? It's good to kind of see how you do relationships um, as it is right now as you're listening to this. And then from that, it'll kind of help to figure out what direction you want to go in when it comes to really thinking about your relationships. Now, one of the things that also goes into this is to think about those situations, relationships, um, in times where uh, a relationship can be toxic. It can be something that kind of takes away health rather than brings health. Um, it creates a toxicity in environment that tends to poison um, many other uh, adjacent things that, that might be aligning with it, whether it's other adjacent relationships, circumstances, jobs, um, opportunities. I mean, it's, it's very interesting how a, a toxic relationship can really bring distraction and destruction to um, those things that we try to accomplish and goals we try to reach. And most of the time, a person or a relationship is not intending on being toxic. It, it generally stems from uh, things that they are not really dealing with in their lives, and that's a whole other topic. But um, for the purposes of talking about nourishing relationships, it's just good to take note um, in your own life if there are any circumstances or situations where um, there might be some toxicity. And once you look at that, it's helpful to see, okay, is this a situation where I can bring nourishment or is this a situation that I might need to look at other options? So just keeping that in mind, we're going to talk about creating and nourishing and building relationships. So to start with, um, just talking about people that you don't know yet. 
if you're one who wants to build more relationships, meet more people, it's a really good idea to put yourself in uh, situations where you get to get in front of new people. That could be seminars, that could be mixers, networking events. It's always good to just look in your community and see what they have that is of interest to you. So you don't want to go somewhere that's not going to be interesting uh, to your field or to your uh, hobbies or just anything that you uh, find that you want to know more about or be in a group of like-minded individuals. It could be um, general like business or more specific like um, uh, writing uh, self-published books or uh, musician circles or languages. So um, finding groups, um, there are so many different uh, websites and groups that you can go to. Um, also community things, if this is something you want more detail on, feel free to reach out to me um, through our website or through one of our social media outlets, and we can definitely talk to you more about some of the specific areas you can go to. But um, essentially finding a group or um, meetings that you can attend where you'll be able to get in front of people that you don't know. And if this is something that is anxiety-provoking to you, don't worry. Baby steps are definitely a good thing. Sometimes it's good to just visualize what environments would you be comfortable in? What are things that you feel like that you actually have some expertise in and would be able to provide knowledge? Those are good avenues to look at so that you can kind of break down those anxieties and reasons that you might not want to uh, do something like that. We don't, definitely don't want to allow borders and barriers to get in the way of our potential extraordinary. And I do believe every single one of us has that pull in our gut that wants us to, to do the extraordinary. And generally that's going to take you out of your comfort zone, but everybody has their own path to doing that. So definitely do not feel like you have to go out and do it right now if that's not something you're ready to do. But Starting that thought process, visualizing where you could go and what you might do can really help you to get used to the idea. And again, if this is something you want to explore more, reach out to us. We'd love to encourage you. So you found a place you want to go. Well, we'll go there and now you are meeting new people. And in that environment, maybe there's a seminar, somebody's speaking... Or maybe you are getting a chance to just mingle within a group of people. Either way, now you are in an environment where you are engaging, interacting, listening to, and getting an opportunity to connect with new people. That is super exciting. You've just opted out. So now what? Well, now you just do you, be you, just... Listen, talk, um, share, ask questions. That's a really great way to get conversation started is just asking someone about themselves. You would be surprised. A, a lot of instinctual things take over when you just kind of take that first step. You'll run into the exact right person um, for you at that time. So just keep that in mind. Uh, another thing to think about when you're there is to also kind of ask yourself, is there a specific goal? to me going here, do you just want to meet new people, which is also fine? Or is there a specific topic or interest that you want to learn more about or connect with people who know more about it so that you can learn more about that topic? These are really great things to think about as you 
walk into these environments so that you make sure that you are utilizing your very precious time to the best of your abilities and um, desires. So after that, you've successfully gone to your first thing. You've met some people. You've started a conversation. You've asked some questions. Well, guess what? You have essentially began the beginnings of a foundational relationship. Now, depending on what you do next, we'll determine kind of where that goes. And that really is up to you. Sometimes people can kind of remain in the professional realm. Sometimes they get a little more personal and learn more about families. Families hang out and it can really go deeper and deeper. That's uh, can go in many different directions. But ultimately, it's kind of a determination of kind of where do you want to go next? A really good thing to do, let's say after these events are over, is to follow up. Send an email, a text, a call just to say it was really nice to meet you and whatever key things that you guys might have spoken about that brought some insight or that were memorable. It's a great way to to just kind of say, okay, I remember you and I'm committing you, you know, from my short-term memory to a long-term memory and same thing for the other person. After that, you kind of determine where you want to go. For me, oftentimes, I just love connecting with people because I never know what's going to happen. And I, I love to see the the amazing and the, the unexpected happen when I just place myself in conversations and in places with people. So I tend to try to schedule time for coffee just to connect, really not for any particular purpose, but to get to know this wonderful person that is exists here in this world and to just find out what what they love and, and what they do. Uh, it's something that brings me joy, and that's me. But it's just, you know, something to, that, to think about and to think about what interests you. I mean, we all, we all really do love to communicate, to be invited, to talk with people when we really think about it. Oftentimes, our schedules or the things that we have going on can, can cause us to maybe shy away from it, but ultimately... When you are invited somewhere, it definitely brings us all really great, warm, fuzzy feelings to be invited. So uh, that being said, we've established some further communication, maybe scheduled some time to meet later. Then what do we do? Well, we meet and we connect. And from there, you can kind of determine, you know, how close do you want to be in this relationship um, with this person? Uh, how how much do you want to do business with them? You can kind of figure out uh, from there really where you want to go. There's so many different options. And remember, there's no rush to this. These are just things to think about and to, to map out as you are building further, further relationships for whatever your goals are and connecting with more people. Some people like to build their personal network. Some people would like to build their professional network. Some people would like to build network for their children, and there are others and everything in between, and you can even do a little bit of all of them, just depending on what pulls you. At the end of the day, it is just really good to make sure you go with your instincts on this, what feels right, and just looking for those people, and this is kind of really key, people who build you up, who support you, who encourage you, who like to listen as well as have you like to listen to them talk about what what they enjoy. It's really important to find that reciprocity in in that relationship because then now you have found a a situation or relationship where the both of you can grow. 
And this can translate into very many different places. But ultimately, it's good. This is where health comes in. It's really good for the health of a relationship and the nourishment of a relationship to find those elements. Someone who's generally positive, optimistic, who who just sees, um, sees the positivity in what they're trying to do and what you're trying to do and and loves to serve and wants also to to see people grow in the areas that they can. These are really great things to look for as you're building and nourishing relationships. There'll be things that will that will um, carry in on the variety of places in the adventure that this particular relationship will go through. And it's uh, very exciting to watch it unfold when you are in, in, a, in a relationship that can be nourished in that way. Sometimes, and I find this, that you might lose touch or maybe you kind of maybe touch bases once a month. I often like to just check in with people when they come to mind, especially. I like to just send a message, an email, something just to say, hi, I am thinking about you. What can I do for you? How can I pray for you? How can I love on you? How can I send you a virtual hug? How can I give you a real one? It's just, I love to just check on people. Um, it just makes my heart so happy. And that's something that, you know, could be a really good encouragement and idea for you as you're cultivating relationships. Also, if you're one who's already kind of active in different things and you're able to invite people, think about people that you know in your circle that you can invite out to different things that you go to. It's a great way to build a bond as well as invite people into some of the things that you're interested in, especially if you share an interest. So... Um, we've talked about kind of creating a relationship as well as building, doing some nourishing, things to look for, things to to do to cultivate it, ways to do some follow-up, and as well as things to look for to kind of make sure that you're on the path to health uh, and wellness within a relationship. And this can go uh, for a variety of different things when it comes to creating new ones. Now, as for your current ones, and we kind of touched on this in the beginning of the uh, of this talk, where we said, you know, to look at the ones that you have. Um, a really good thing that I have been learning and exercising the past couple of years is really getting used to my no, and that still is something that brings cringing to me. It is hard for me to say no. I mean, I, I'm one of those who loves to say yes. It's like one of my most favorite things to do. And honestly, I think that in a way that is definitely okay, but it is also okay to be used to hearing your no, to just hear yourself even say it, no. Get used to your voice <laughs> saying no, because when we get used to our no's, then we will feel comfortable allowing other people to hear our no's. How often do we commit to things that maybe we shouldn't because we are just not used to hearing our no. So within your current relationships, within your current activities, and so on and so forth, it really is okay to say no. And something that I read um, from a awesome uh, person who is um, very well known, that he says that a person that is in a relationship with you will respect your nose. 
if they respect you, they will be used to it. They will be okay with it. They will love you for it because they understand that you have to manage and do the things that are best for you. And like I heard someone say, saying yes to something is ultimately always saying no to something else, even if you're not outright saying no. When you commit to something, you are saying no to whether it's more time with your family or uh, less time with your family. You are saying no or yes to these things as you commit to other things. It is definitely something to think about as you kind of drive forward. And a lot of times I think the anxiety we might feel, the nervousness, guilt, or just all of those negative, weighty feelings. I always, I often think that they come from kind of a, a subconscious reaction to the things that we do without really realizing that we're doing them. Almost, for example, if when we say yes, we're saying no to something else. You hear that and you're like, wow, that's true. That makes a whole lot of sense. But when we're doing it in action, we are really not thinking about those things. And so I find that when I made myself kind of more aware of my time, of, of what I have in front of me, it makes it easier for me to say no. Or my favorite kind of softer way of saying it, and this is something I heard from a coach, uh, no for now, or let's revisit or let's kind of take a moment to think about it. I think when we feel rushed, uh, we tend to say yes. But if we're not ready to say no to something or say yes to something, it is also okay to take a step back and say, you know, let me think on that and get back to you. So that way you don't find yourself in a myriad of rush and end up saying something that you feel bad about later. Just kind of saves saves some time. And it's definitely something that I have to get used to because I am such a reactionary yes person. I truly do love to just say yes to people. And um, another thing that has helped me get used to my nose is to kind of have this follow-up kind of up, um, leaving, it, leaving it on an up note. So someone can call and say, hey, I used to design flowers for weddings. I don't really do that anymore. Um, so if somebody calls and they're like, hey, will you design my flowers? And I'll say, no, I don't really do that anymore. But, but I do know someone who does. Here's their name. Here's their phone number. I have used them before. This is where they are located. And have at it. And there is just something so uplifting when someone points you, not only points you in the right direction, but even kind of gives you a bit of a map to how to get there. So um, that is something also to think about as you get used to hearing your no's. Um, the things that you know you might need to say no to, maybe you can come up with your up moment or your up response after that no, leaving it on that up note so that you know that you have been able to at least provide some alternative um, to you not being able to say yes. Just something to think about. Um, so we have spoken about creating relationships. We've spoken about what to do to cultivate them and to nourish them. Some things, there's many more we could do. As well as talking about kind of something that we could do in our current ones. Uh, in our current ones, you know, definitely getting used to our no can be very helpful in establishing uh, better, more healthy relationships, more nourishing relationships. Uh, another thing to kind of think about within those current relationships and cultivating and nourishing, meaning, you know, bringing them more into the healthy warmth of light 
uh, is to also think about ways that you might be able to show people that you appreciate who they are in your life. It can be very simple as a call and saying, hey, I appreciate you. I am thankful for you. And, or how can I serve you? What can I do to help you accomplish what you're trying to accomplish today? These are just ways that you can love on a person and also show that you care about the things that they care about in their life. Um, we often, I mean, we care, but sometimes it's very easy to get caught up in our own agendas, in our own schedules, um, that we might kind of forget to check in and say, hey, can I help someone? I know there are times where I always feel like, or I can get caught in that feeling of, I have all these things I need to do, and I have these list of things to do, and I'm always not getting to them, and so each day there's a new list, and I have to purposely slow myself down, and sometimes even put that list aside, and let's say go to one of my children and say, hi, baby, can we sit down and do an activity together, or what would you like to do? And just to see their faces light up when I have gotten down with them to spend time to do something that's important to them. It fills my heart. And guess what? That list of things isn't going anywhere. And ultimately, things always tend to get done when they need to without me needing to stress about it. So that has been very helpful to me as I have moved forward in in my relationships with people and, and being better at them and nourishing them and being more mindful of cultivating more nourishing relationships and making sure that my actions and behaviors are are in the direction of nourishment rather than toxicity. Well, friends, hmm, we have quite a bit to think about with that. I know I do. As I've been talking and just hearing myself talk, it's just a good reminder of I'd like to go and make a list of of the people in my life and just make sure that I do extra things to just show them how much I appreciate them in my life and how I can serve them both personally as well as with any professional gifts that I might have and and their plans and, and purposes. I mean, we are all really meant to be in community and it really does take a village to really be successful in community when all the things that we are called to do so to bring it back around to our ultimate mission, which is finding and living, are extraordinary. One way to really be on that path to extraordinary, and we have touched on this in, in other podcasts, is really by community. I mean, we really need community to really do what we are meant to do. We are meant to have people come alongside us to support us, to encourage us, to equip us, to remind us the things that we already know, to spread our mission because they believe in it as well. And one way to really have community around you, because community are the people that you know, and even the people you don't know. So getting into community and serving, serving your community, serving the people that you know directly, serving the people that you don't know, is a way to nourish relationships. If you go in with an attitude of serving, you will be surprised. I mean, hold me to this. Go into an ad, go into a situation with an attitude of complete servitude that you are truly there for the benefit of someone else. And I want you to message me and let me know what you found to happen in that situation because I can guarantee you 
if you're looking for it and you're willing to receive it, something extraordinary will happen. Whether it's seeing someone's face light up, whether you end up sharing something that happens to be the exact right thing for that person, you will find the miracle, the extraordinary, the supernatural in those moments when you wholeheartedly serve someone. So what will you do today? What will you do tomorrow? Who came to your mind while you were listening to this podcast? Because if there's a face that came to mind, a name that came to mind, just maybe you are meant to reach out and check on that person. I will tell you that every time a person came to my mind that I followed up with and checked on, it turned out that it was the exact right time for me to check on them. I love the things that happen when we kind of are obedient to the pull that we have within ourselves. So the powerful questions, the thought-provoking questions. Who can you serve today? Who can you serve tomorrow? Is there a person that is in your orbit, whether at work, at school, or anywhere, that seems like they really could use a friend, someone to come over, tap them on the shoulder, and invite them to a conversation over coffee? Someone who could really use a hug that you know that would be open to that. A, res a received hug, one who that is received and wanted, can really be a very powerful thing as well. Make sure they want it, though, first. <laughs> I always try to ask. <laughs> but most of the time, people love the hugs. So I just leave you with a virtual hug from me and just nothing but love and light your way. Right now, as you hear this in your ears, I just pray that you hear the love and light coming to you from a source way greater than I am, but that just me as the messenger, as the voice, that you have heard something spectacular and specific to you and that your extraordinary is before you and you just continue to take your steps down that path. And let us know, let us know how we can serve you, how we can love on you, how we can encourage you. Because guess what, my dear friends? You really are equipped and empowered. I'm sorry, excuse me. You really are equipped and empowered to do the extraordinary. You were actually built for a specific purpose. And that feeling, that feeling that says that you want to do something great, that feeling is no coincidence and no accident. That is a gift that has been given to you to walk in. So let's lock arms together, 
my sweet friend, let's lock arms and let's figure out how we can start walking our paths and encouraging each other because the path won't be easy. You will have what I call wrenches flying at you and you, you'll get agile. You'll be able to, to, to jump and duck and dodge. Sometimes though, you won't be quick enough and that wrench will make contact and it'll knock you down. And it's good to have that person to help pick you up. And the amazing part, um, this will be another talk about agility, but in the process of getting picked up, in the process of your learning and walking and traversing your path, you get more agile. So when that wrench comes back, you are a lot more swift. And you may not miss it, but you will do a lot better at dodging it. And eventually, you won't even phase you. So I just encourage you encourage you and cheer you on as you face today you face tomorrow because whatever comes you got this you got this and you're not by yourself I love you and I just wish you a wonderful day a day of extraordinary and extravagance we will see each other soon Come be social with us. Find us on social media. Subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what we can do for you. And have a glorious and wonderfully blessed day.